Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And we continue with interesting conversations and, of course, open for conversation. You can join us and also share your views, uh, good, bad, uh, whichever way, uh, you know, encouraging, not encouraging. This is the platform. Let's talk about it. That is why we're here. I'm just a facilitator. And, of course, we can just open this, this platform to, to talk to each other and see whether we can find solutions uh, going forward. And our lines of communication, that's 86 uh, that's our direct line 0860002032, as well as our voice note WhatsApp line, which is 0614104107. Or otherwise, you can SMS in uh, 41391 and uh, we can have those conversations. And when you SMS, you are charged at 1 rand 50, by the way. Uh, that's just a disclaimer, by the way. Joining us uh, coming up next every Wednesday on um, SAFM night talk we put a focus on political party in South Africa getting to know them finding out what makes them relevant as well as finding out what is the party's promise to you what's their vision what is what can we expect going forward and this evening we get to know Alliance of Citizens uh, for Change that's ACC under the leadership of leader uh, who is a former Western Cape legislature speaker, Masizole Makasela, joining us right here on Night Talk. So the ACC says it aims to eliminate the financial barriers. Let's get to understand a little bit deeper as to exactly what the party's manifesto is. Good evening and a warm welcome to Night Talk. Uh, good evening, uh, Bertha, and good evening to the listeners at home. Lovely being here. So, getting straight to the point, the party's manifesto, what is it? We will be focusing on the key uh, focus areas, which is our uh, key pillars. We are going to be launching the manifesto uh, very soon. It is based on the social justice uh, it will be focusing on ensuring that we get equity. We are able to get a functional education system that takes care of a child from the first grade to the first degree without a parent having to fork out money. That means the state must pay for it fully. It will also focus on the economic uh, justice, and that will be an uh, industrial economy to create new industries that do not exist but also to ensure that the demand supply is matched correctly. The labor force as well as the market, which is the, the employer side, there must be a, a symbiotic relationship in dealing with uh, that kind of a, a, an engagement insofar as the, the macroeconomic perspective. But also there must be a, a very clear idea on what kind of South Africa we want to create for the generations that which... Uh, will be coming after us. That means we need to be very pragmatic and be forthright in how we create a functioning economy, including uh, using our mining uh, infrastructure uh, to ensure that the mining that which uh, the, 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 pro the production from the mines, we don't export everything. 50% remains here, while 50% goes away so that we're able to strengthen the economy by creating new industries 
Africa in the entire value chain of our minerals that which we produce. And lastly, we want to ensure that when it comes to crime, we have a, a criminal justice system that is able to punish those who, who wrong the system the most. They must, the, the, crime, the crime must match, uh, the punishment must match the crime. And of course, we want to ensure that politicians who steal from the poor, they, they, they are treated as the enemies of the state. They must get a life imprisonment in South Africa. And that means they must get the maximum uh, punishment in South Africa if we want investors to take us seriously and we want the, uh, the South African uh, population to take us seriously, but also to ensure that those who uh, rape and kill women get maximum sentence in terms, of our, in, in terms of our justice system. But we need to strengthen the justice system and ensure that nobody can manipulate the justice system in South Africa that the justice system must not have eyes, it must only have ears, in order to, to ensure that the victims of crime, those who seek justice, are able to be in the eyes of justice, be treated fairly, and be able to say there is justice in this country. If I am wronged, those who have wronged me will pay for it. Currently, you go around the country, Women walk as if they are in a, in, a, in a war zone. They are scared to walk freely in their streets. They are scared to stay in their homes alone. They are scared to be women in this country. There is a war against women in this country. And I must also include the question of immigration. We have said that the launch of ACC on the 15th of July, we will ensure that this country there is a 7030 policy when it comes to employment of the foreigners versus the locals in order to ensure that out of 10 jobs, for instance, as a very clear example, you, if you have 10 jobs, seven of them must be South Africans. It doesn't matter how they look. And, 30 of them, and three of those jobs can be given to foreigners mm. as long as they've got legal documentation in this country. They have the right to work, but it must be within a defined policy which the ACC will put it together. And the first thing we'll do when we get to Parliament and put that private member's bill if we don't win an outright majority in Parliament. Mm. That is, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, better among the things that we'll do as ACC when we come into government next day in 2024. Lines are opened. That's our voice note lines and also our um, actual live line. Voice note line is 0614104107. And we are speaking to uh, the leader of um, Alliance of Citizens for Change. That's ACC. And it's a new party. I mean, look, we are going to the polls uh, next year. And a lot of, you know, we do see a lot of parties, you know, coming up. Now, I'm coming to you. Are we not going to see another small party rising for a few minutes and then all of a sudden, after the elections, uh, you are nowhere to be found? Uh, I think that I thought you were asking one of your, lina, your listeners <laughs> no, to I'm, come in. I'm asking you. <laughs> uh, let me answer this with a crystal clear response. The ACC will be around for a very long time. In fact... ACC will outlive me 
it will outlive the changes that exist today because we are the change champions in this country and there will always be change champions that will be born and all the changes that you see around the country in all provinces. By the way, there is no political party in the history of this country that is within two months been able to be in all provinces. Within two months, we are in all corners of this country. And that is why, as we speak here now, we are able to say proudly in response to your question, unambiguously, that we will be in existence in this country for as long as South Africa exists. Mm. And, and you've come from um, DA. Why, yes, why yes. did you decide to jump ship? Parents should have asked me, why did I join the DA? I've been with the DA for 21 years. That's a long and, time. Uh, yes, it was a long time. I, I was uh, comfortable with the values that which they spoke about. Until such time that you realize that, no, man, these people, they talk, but they do not do. They do not practice what they preach. I cannot be in an environment where uh, you speak right and then you walk left. That's not me. My values and my principles are non-negotiable. And the ACC is the only platform where we are able to speak freely without fear of victimization for having differences of opinion, also without having uh, any uh, sympathy to those who do not want to accept that this country, South Africa, suffered colonialism, it suffered apartheid. You don't have people who are going to deny that in the ACC and say, no, like uh, Gogo Zile who said apartheid was not bad and colonialism was not bad, and said to people who come from the Eastern Cape to other provinces, you know, are refugees in South Africa. We, we don't have those kind of things in the ACC. In the ACC, it is a party of all people, irrespective of the color of their skin or the accident of their birth, and they can exercise their cultures, speak their languages freely, and be able to practice their traditions and be able to uh, enjoy their religious belief systems and without it being perceived to be a crime. And that is the only thing that made me to come here when I could no longer find comfort and home where I was in the Democratic Alliance because it was no longer that home for everybody. So now we talk ACC. You'll, mention, you'll notice that in the past two months I've not been talking about the other one. I don't talk about the X. I don't like it. I like talking about the present yeah. and the future so that you, you build better, you know, because we are still human beings. I've got many friends that are there. I talk to them daily because they are my family for 21 years. So we talk now about building better a South Africa where people can truly say, I belong here. This too is my home. And this too shall be my home for as long as I choose to. And this is the kind of South Africa that this ACC that we are talking about is going to create through social justice in South Africa. Mm. And how are you going to deal with uh, issues that are troubling most of us as citizens? Lord shedding. And now uh, we hear that we are going to ha be having, they call it what? Water shifting. 
which I, they must just say water shedding as well. But how are you going to deal with such issues? Because look, it looks like load shedding is here to stay for a while. You see, um, that, uh, load shedding is, is, a, is a microcosm of, of the broader societal challenges where the conundrum that we're facing today is one that says those who are elected, they have the right to enjoy the palaces of power and all the privilege that comes with that, but they must never take accountability. They must take, never take responsibility. We're in this problem because of the ineptitude and the nonchalant behavior by the elected elite who are not prepared as government to govern. And the ACC says there are seven core values that are non-negotiable. Ethical leadership, that means there will be meritocratic appointment of those in government. We're not going to say, no, but I think I like it. She smiles nice. <laughs> I like it. Then you employ and then you say, I don't like Masizole, so I'm not going to employ him. We, we need to have the best person for the job and ensuring that in whatever we do, when you've got a problem with your tooth, I go to a dentist. I've never gone to an electrician, but I've got a problem with my tooth. Better. When there's a problem with my plumbing problems there at home, I, I, I call a plumber. I, I don't call a, a carpenter. So... We need a government that is going to employ ethics at workplace, but of course we need government that will be able to have leaders who fear God, leaders who will be able to be accountable. This country, we need to pray to God to give us leaders who fear him, leaders who know that they are governing over the people of God, over the children of God. They need to fear God and be able to us, we must be able to say as citizens, what kind of leaders do we deserve? And that means we must pray to God to give us the leaders that we deserve, those who are not going to steal from us, those who are not going to go around and be comfortable that they live in opulence, but majority of the people live below poverty line, below a dollar. There are people who have not had food in days in this country. Because politicians don't have a heart anymore. ACC says we need two things. We need a change of heart and a change of mind. And if we have to choose one of these better, it mm. will be a change of heart. Because this country needs compassion for it to become a better country where leaders will have responsibility and take charge of their own actions and say, I have wronged you. And not expect to be told to go. They must have the conscience to resign and step out of office because they have committed a crime. Yep. They have stolen. That's why even when we do find out, we won't ask them. We'll remove them. We'll talk later. Mm. But we will punish them if they are found guilty in a court of law without an, often, without an option of a fine. We will send them to jail and throw the keys in the deep oceans. Yep. That's what we're going to do. I've got a reaction on uh, WhatsApp uh, that says, that, Hi, I can only this honestly say I have been watching the ACC and in all honesty, for the first time, I hope for our people. They are there for the people. I have hope. 
as a colored middle class person, I see our people suffering because the DA doesn't care and the ANC, uh, well, they are just thieves. I, 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 you know, I don't really, really appreciate when we start uh, calling each other names and, you know, it could be really incriminating. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, these are the views that are out there. So a change is coming. Watch out, SA. But also in the same breath, the as, as as I was just going through some of you know some of 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 what ACC you know the, the history of ACC, the dark cloud over your head. What's your what's your Benza. take on that? Benza, there's no dark cloud here. Okay, Benza, I'm sitting Explain. here. Explain. I'm sitting here in this country where there is a rule of law. Mm-hmm. You know the rule of a just law, a good law, where everybody, when there is any allegation against you, it must be tested. It must be tested. So True. you can't talk to me uh, without ever being questioned about anything by the state authorities. It was a political witch hunt by the DA leadership who could not accept it that I I could touch my deputy speaker so for misusing a state vehicle. And they said, no man, can't you talk about this thing? Can't you talk and resolve it? I said, no, we can't negotiate uh, principles. The principle is, if you have wronged, you are you have wronged better. Whether we're friends or not, I do not care. I don't care about whether you, you speak my language or whether you're this um, uh, culture or whether you're this race. Uh, whether you are my friend, if you have wronged, you have wrong. That is why ACC, we are now talking about accountability as one of the key of our values. Also talking about integrity, talking about ethical leadership. And that is what I'm bringing here. We cannot now, when you are in a leadership position and you take decisions of good governance, that's why I led that parliament even today. All, all the years I've led the clean audits, clean. Never have I been phoned by any state authority to say we want to question you, even WhatsApp me or DM me. No, they have my number. They end up invited them, please talk to me. Is there a problem? No, because there's only been a political witch hunt to destroy my person and bury me alive. But God saved me because God refused to allow some people who thought they could play God to me over my life because God played his hand and lifted me out from that grave that they wanted to bury me in. They mm. did not win. So, and they will never win. I do not belong to nobody. I belong to one God, one God only, the one that I serve. Yeah. I, as I'm having this conversation, I'm looking at the time, but I would like to take our conversation beyond the news because I still have uh, quite a few questions to ask, uh, such as, you know, are you very confident with your numbers when we go to the polls? Uh, what are your expectations? Because we also want to hear whether they are real- realistic, but you never know. You know, we, we, in life, you just never know. Anything can happen, literally. But it will be quite interesting to find out from you uh, what are your expectations next year um, at the polls, number one. And number two, are you very confident with your numbers? And also in terms of the landscape, where are you big? Where are you struggling? And what exactly is happening? I know that um, our news uh, uh 
reader that uh, Greg is on standby and I just have like 30 seconds to sort of like wrap up so that we go to the news. But if you could please just stay on the line for me so that we can take this conversation um, to the next hour. Talking to our guest this evening, and uh, this is uh, the ACC, uh, that's Alliance of Citizens for Change, and uh, hashtag to the ballot, political party profile, which happens um, um, every Wednesday. Uh, right here on Night Talk, and we are talking to um, uh, ACC, which is Alliance of Citizens for Change. You are listening to Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. And it is Bertha Charuma in for Oliver. And to this evening, hashtag to the ballot, a political party profile that happens every Wednesday night at this hour. That's from 10 o'clock uh, on Night Talk. And today we're profiling Alliance of Citizens for Change, that's ACC. And we are speaking to our guest, Masizoli Makasela, uh, president of Alliance of Citizens for Change. Thank you so much for staying on the line. Thank you, Petra. I really appreciate it. So let's talk about the numbers. Are you happy with the numbers? That you... No, we are extremely better. You see, you asked a number of questions. Where is our support? Are we comfortable? Will we emerge? The answer is we, we are comfortable. We are very comfortable. We are getting a very strong reception across communities, whether it's in the uh, colored communities, African communities, English, black, African, across the board. And that is primarily because of what we stand for. People are tired of being divided by politicians. They are very tired. They, 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 they are hurtful, you know. They, they want to choose who they are. They want to choose where they live. They want to choose who to love. But people want to be able to be themselves. But they also don't want to be judged based on the accident of their birth or, the, or their social or the material conditions. So we, we need to bring people together, but we need to protect this country and do everything we can to ensure that the future generations are able to look back and say, but Grandpa and grandma did very well so that my children's children and their children don't sit back and say those were idiots and we don't want to live in a country like that we want to inspire the future generations that we've done very well during our time whilst we're on this earth you and i better so we have comfortably been in the position where we can say in all communities in fact the first branch interestingly for ACC was launched in Bishop Levis in Cape Town. Very interesting. Uh, because also we wanted to ensure that as an organization we can be present in all communities, not by talking, but in the true sense of the word. And now in all provinces there's ACC. We have a footprint everywhere. So the answer to that question, whether we, we, we are comfortable, extremely comfortable for next year, Across the country and obviously in the National Assembly, we will have a strong, strong presence that will show that the, someone has arrived now. Because we are going to show South Africa how to govern, but also in the areas where we are in the opposition, 
we're going to show South Africa that there's a scientific approach to politics. And that must be done using evidence-based data to govern this country, not using feelings and emotions trying to divide people of this country. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're going to do. I mean, I mentioned, I mentioned an example, for instance, of the Western Cape where the speaker was removed because he charged a deputy speaker who was white. That was the only problem. You charge the white person for messing up the funds of the state. You're saying you must pay, you know? And then she refuses. And then you refer this to the state attorney. She's found guilty by the state attorney. And then the DA says, oh, you must go. They say, I must go. She can't go because she's white. You can't have a South Africa like that, where people must be judged based on the color of their skin or the accident of birth on how you deal with them. And that's the kind of South Africa that, as ACC, we don't want to see. We want you as Bertha to be treated as Bertha based on the content of your character, not based on the color of your skin. But of course, it must be that you must be a disciplined, law-abiding citizen. For as long as that qualification you meet, you will be treated with respect in this country under the government of ACC. And that is why we have a by-election in, in Bumalanga. We are contesting there on the 8th of November. You will test us there at Delta. You will also test us here in the Western Cape where a DA councillor left the DA and said, I can't belong here, and came to the ACC in Ward 7, in Gabaskral and Abbottsdale, in Mamasbury there. He left and joined ACC uh, late last month. And now you say... Uh, this party will it uh, show strength. We're showing strength now. We are only two months old. Mm-hmm. And we are going to contest this by-election. We are campaigning there. I have been there at least four times now campaigning with the team in that area with the community saying that ACC, will you please give us a candidate from the community and be the person that we choose? I said, yes, choose the person that you want and we'll back that candidate so that this person that lives among you, the only qualification that person must love is people, that person must not be a thief, and that person must be accountable to the community that which will elect him. That's what we said. Mm-hmm. In in in, in, in MLO there, in Khersibanda district in Bumalang, the person that we have there, Carol, Madontaila, we said, Carol, stand here. You're a strong person. And that's the community that says we want Carol. That's our principle. Even here in the Western Cape, Joey, uh, that has come up as a candidate, uh, Joey Pierce, comes from the people, works with the people, is loved by his people. He he lives among them. Now, Mm -hmm. that is exactly what we are going to see from now going on in South Africa, where a government that will put citizens at the center of everything we do, we are an alliance of citizens for change, because South Africans are saying we need a much, much better South Africa, and we need to change this country in order to get the, the, the kind of country that will put us first and ensure that there's social justice in South Africa, where there's equity, there's access, there's opportunity for everybody, and everybody will be treated with the kind of respect and, dis- and kind of... Uh, uh, discipline that is needed in this country, mm. where the civic duty, people do not burn a library when they need a clinic. That's people true. do not burn a school 
when they need homes. And that's the kind of South Africa that we want to create and encourage a pen and the paper as the way to negotiate in order to ensure that people know how to put petitions together and go to parliament, go to their municipality and say, we demand better services, but do not destroy when they seek attention from the state. I do have a few voice notes. Let me just take two voice notes and also the reaction from our WhatsApp. And I'm going to be as objective as possible. And don't shoot me when I'm when I'm objective. Nah, That's a disclaimer nah. right there. No, but not from our, I think our voice notes, they would like to um, ask a question. Let's go to the voice notes. Hi, Betha. What a nice show. Can, can quickly maybe uh, ask... Uh, the new president that has come on the spot. Uh, what will you, he do? He do for hundred days if he selected a president of this country. Can he mention five concrete things that will change the direction of this country? You want to hear him because he said that uh, our people are are now worried for divide and rule in the country by politicians, but he's also a politician. But can you mention five concrete things that you're going to do for this country in order we can live uh, in a class house? WP Rams Limpop. Your response to that? Uh, it's, a, it's a very good question. I must say thanks for asking that question because what married people come in, they have no plan. My plan of outlined when I started uh, by speaking earlier on. And I want to reiterate and say, the load shedding would be history in my first 100 days as president in South Africa. Uh, the job, the unemployment crisis that we've seen in this country for the past uh, 15 years now, it's been a crisis. We started off after 94, hoping that things could be better. We still managed it, but things deteriorated in the past 15 years in this country. So that means the first thing then, the second thing would be to bring in the new industries, restructure the economic, the macroeconomic policies in order to ensure that we have the unemployment immediately. So it will be the policy structure that attracts investors here because they will see this change in this country. That will be in that first 100, year, 100 days. There will be no municipality that will be without water in this country. There will be no citizen no resident that will go without water. If we can't get water to them in that first 100 days, that means we are failed uh, in, as a country, as a government led by the ACC. But also, in terms of security, there will be no girl or child that gets abused, raped or killed, and the perpetrator uh, still walks free in this country. And there will be no politician that will steal from the poor and still be able to walk freely and, and, and boldly go and sit in parliament. You still, as a mayor, uh, you, you, you bankrupt a municipality, and then you go and represent people in parliament. It will never happen under the ACC government. That means we'll put policies, those are the legislations that we'll put together in that first 100, first 100 days in order to ensure that we're able to create hope and build capacity of the state so that we're able to ensure that there is a new culture of government in South Africa under the ACC, among other things. Okay. And those are the five concrete um, things that, you know, 
that you will do for the country? Yes, those are the five. I mean, also I indicated earlier the cradle to grave policy approach on education that when we have a million learners who enter uh, grade R now, Bertha, and then we know that we will plan for them because we know that 13 years later they will be ready to enter the first year in university. So we will budget for that so that there is no child that gets punished based on the material and the social conditions at home because the parents do not work. There will be no child that is treated indifferent in this country because parents are poor. So that is the equity that we are talking about as ACC. That is social justice that we are talking about. But we must budget, and that's one of the things that we are going to be doing, because including the middle-class parents, by the way, they tell their children, now many of them, just go and find a gap year, you know. They, they want to think about where they're going to get money from. And we, we can't have something like that in South Africa. It must be a choice. It cannot be that you have to go and work as a child to find your own education. It will not happen in South Africa under our leadership as a government in this country. I think let's take one more voice note. Let's go to another voice note. Hello, Peter. Good evening. I just to know from your guest there if somebody is an atheist, can he consider him to lead his party? Because it seems much more aligned with Christianity, like you must be God-fearing to lead. If you're an atheist, can you be allowed to lead that party? There you go. You're asking me. It's a direct question. <laughs> Very no, direct. we are God-fearing. We are God-fearing. If you don't believe in God, no, you're not going to lead this party. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. Okay. We're clear. You can believe in any faith. You can believe in any religion. But if you're going to say, no, we can't. Remember, when you are an atheist, if it's your belief, it's your belief. But if you're going to say, that no more to church, <laughs> no more. Imagine that persecution, that persecution. So it's a choice. It's a choice. But you can't come here and say you're going to leave this country and there will no, no, there will be no more worshipping of God. That means you want to close down Muslims, you want to close down Christians, you want to close down Hindus and other um, faiths in this country. And, and that is why we exist. We exist to protect the universal human rights of all persons and all religions and that is what is important about us mm. and it's very important you know it's very important let's take a, a call from the western cape uh, born free good evening welcome to night talk uh, good evening Peter. good evening to the acc leader now i've got a lot of questions but i'm just going to stick to one Firstly, how does he intend on ending load shedding within the 100 days of him being in office, like practically? That's all I have to say. Okay. I have to ask. Thanks, Bonfree. There's your question. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Bonfree. Uh, you see, I like the Bonfree. They think logically <laughs> uh, better than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Bertha? South Africa in 2021, we produced at least 245 gigawatts power. Uh, that, that's what we're able, 245,000 gigawatts hours of electricity as a country. That means we had capacity 
to at least power the rest of the country uh, with limited load shedding. But what happened is that we did not service we did not service our infrastructure as expected because there were just promises, a new dawn, a dawn of the new, and all of those nonsenses that we saw. Uh, if you look at the old power stations, I mean, Camden is 1969. It was produced. Uh, it was created in 1969. Uh, if you look at Hot Flate, it was 1977. Krill was in 1979. All of them are still performing at 57%, 56%, 54%, 54%, 54%, 54%. Our guest, Masizole Makasela, president of Alliance of Citizens for Change, ACC, and he was actually trying to break down how practically he was going to end load shedding because I think this was a very, very pivotal answer to the question that was posed by our Western Cape caller, Born Free, because sometimes it's quite easy to just say, I will end this, I will provide jobs, but I think citizens want to know practically, break it down, how is this going to happen? I think we're going to just give him another another try. Let's see if he's back. Masizole. Uh, okay, he's he's not he's not back because I think let's just take a small break and we'll come back and hopefully he'll be able to continue with that answer. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And let's hope our guest is back talking to our guest, Masizole Makasela, president of uh, Alliance of Citizens for Change, ACC. And just before we wrap up, I think he was really articulating how practically he's going to end load shedding. Welcome back. Uh, thanks. Thanks very much, Peter. I felt I was doing uh, um, injustice to our dear friend uh, who asked uh, uh, a good question, uh, born free. So in a, to, to try and summarize that, that response, I was just articulating some of the power stations that produce electricity for us, but none of them uh, performs above 60%, none of them. And, and the ones that I've selected, the ones that I've selected, the dismal failure, which has been quite disappointing, by the way, are the new ones that the government after 94 created. And that is Medubi and Gusile, which one would have expected to generate uh, quite uh, unimaginable numbers given the strength that was promised to South Africa uh, for the past uh, 10 years and so. So I will immediately focus on maintenance. If I have to shut down, I'll shut down for a week the key power stations that will produce an increased capacity to, to below uh, 60% and ensure that there's no power station that produces capacity less than 60%. But in 100 days, I will be able to at least take the mega ones to 80% plus, Get, getting retired engineers to come in and work and help us, irrespective of who they are. I wouldn't ask whether are you Africans? No, no, no. Are you English? Are you Tuana? Are you Sutu? Are you Zulu? Because I won't ask that question. You are an engineer? Please come back. Even if you are retired, please come help us in order to ensure that we get these power stations to function. We, we've got enough energy in South Africa. We, are for, we, are, we actually produce 45% of energy in the South, in, the, in, in, in SADC. And we, we, we export energy every month to the SADC, Southern African developing countries. And we used to be the fourth largest in the world on the alternative energy production. And that means we need to look at 
uh, renewable energy reforms, which currently South Africa produces less than 8% of renewables. I mean, it's about 8, which is less than 10% uh, of our power production as a country comes from renewables. We should be producing renewables, at least pushing it up to about 40%. Ultimately, that would be our goal as ACC. And then you've got 60% on the traditional uh, production, which will include coal, among others. We're not going to remove that. We'll keep it as part of the energy mix because we're strong there. That is our competitive edge as a country. So those are practical things to do. I've governed. I've been part of government for more than 20 years, so I've governed. I led parliament single-handedly as the speaker with the collective leadership of all other parties. That was a coalition leading that parliament because I never governed that parliament as if I'm the only one who's got a, a better brain than others. So some kind of monopoly and wisdom. And that is what I would bring in, because this country will now be led through coalitions. And I've built the first coalition government in South Africa was in Cape Town, where I was part of ensuring that that time we elected Helen Zillers, the mayor of Cape Town, negotiating with other smaller parties to bring that government together of Cape Town. We had seven political parties as a result. So I'm not smoking something here. It's scientific. It's not the kind of come suck that people make here, come to your show and talk, you know, some air. Governance is a very serious matter. It's a life and death matter because we govern over people's lives here. This is something very serious, which as ACC we view very seriously. We'll set up immediately when we come into power a panel of experts to come in and say to us, in this area, this is what we think we can do. In this area, this is what we think to do. we can do to implement these policy directives that we're going to the electorate with as part of our policy manifesto that we're going to be selling to the people of this country in 2024. And we will win this election because people have been telling us, we love you, ACC. And we want to say to them, we love you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on our hashtag to the ballot, uh, you know, profiling uh, your party. Quite interesting. Thank you so much and have yourself a pleasant evening. Thanks for having me and your listeners at home. Bye for now.